The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager, only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. We have a really big update that just came out with the mid-season update, 7.0.5.0. And man, so many changes took place this year, starting with Crucible, Shadow's favorite. Shadow Price, do you want to go over what we learned about with this uh, mid-season update with Crucible changes? Uh, yeah, uh, so yeah, there's been many uh, additions to the Crucible, some different uh, uh, things that they've in, uh, introduced, some tweaks that they've made. So first off, they added a new 6v6 connection-based matchmaking weekly rotator, and that includes Clash, Zone Control, and Rift. The existing 6v6 party rotator is now Mayhem, Momentum Control, and Scorched. And they updated a tutorial Crucible Crest quest to reflect the changes to available playlists. Uh, so, and they also added a metric showing off your competitive division rank. And also the ascendant competitive division players can now purchase an emblem from Shax, which I'm trying to act actively <laughs> try and get to <laughs> right now. And it's uh, so let's a so let's talk about let's talk about the the weekly rotator. I'm I'm curious. Did you all have a chance to play through Clash or Zone Control or Rift uh, this week? I've just been playing purely competitive and uh, trials. <laughs> that's that's all the good. Okay. Uh, so I've been. I mean, I've been playing a lot. I played a lot of competitive like this week, and I did play trials before I got on today. Yeah, too. I've done no uh, no Crucible yet this week, but I think the having that connection-based rotator and just having something that is connection-based kind of always there is definitely a nice change to have just so that you're not every if you're not looking to just sweat it out at, at a higher a higher level of pvp just quite yet you want to get your games in try some new weapons out that's all that seems like the place to do it yeah no absolutely and um i i did get a chance to play a few matches 
of uh, Rift. I, I, I miss Rift. Uh, so every time there's an opportunity to play, I take that chance. So I've been having a lot of fun with the with the new Crucible changes that were implemented. Um, I haven't had a chance to play through any comp yet. So I, I haven't had a chance to experience the comp experience. I know Shadow Price did. And Shadow Price, I'm curious, what what how are you enjoying uh competitive this week in Destiny? Um it regular comp it's it's pretty much the same. I, I haven't seen too much different so far. Uh I'm still like in the silver tier though. Uh because I, I didn't really start to play comp until probably like a week or two or no i started the first week and then i stopped for a while because i was raiding but then i was like all right well let me get back into comp since i had gotten you know a lot of raids and grandmasters done and things like that um so everything i mean everything feels good i i feel like they definitely you have a better respawn uh overshield like i and that's one of the things that they noted in this update that they said they increased the strength of the respawn overshield in Crucible. Uh, so you, you don't feel like you're getting completely destroyed after you get respawn. You have like more of a shield. You have more health because uh, it was like a lot lower before. So especially seems, in sixes, that seems like a really nice change. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's definitely uh, definitely a good change. Um, but I would say that it's uh, yeah, I've been enjoying it. I, I feel like Rift has been better. I haven't been completely stomped like I was <laughs> last season in it. So definitely feel like the matchmaking is uh, working better in your favor. And I mean, you still lose points when you lose matches. And but I feel like if you get on a more of a streak, they you can you can get more points than you did before. Like, I feel like they uh, tweak some of that, too. So, if you know, it's uh, it's pretty good. I, I'm enjoying it right now. And they introduced the um, Ascendant Division now. Yeah, no, I, they had that last year. I mean, last season, oh, too. They? Okay. They had the, yeah, I just didn't make it there because it's that's the oh, seventh. That's the grind. <laughs> yeah, that's the that's the final um, uh, rank is Ascendant. Um, I didn't even get the platinum last season. I, I came, I got the gold, like I was getting close to platinum, but I couldn't like, you know, get over that hump. So I'm really trying to make that push this season. Uh, and I mean, that's, you know, I, I really like the emblem that they introduced to. They have a really cool emblem, like for going to get to the ascended division. And that's the only way you can get the emblem. So it's kind of like, you know, something to chase. One of my uh, yeah, one of our raiding party has not taken it off since Tuesday because he is the. Oh my god, he got it! <laughs> yeah, we have. There's a couple of people in my normal raid team that are also hardcore trials players. They're they're much more PvP focused, but they you know play a lot of you know they're, when they're not playing Destiny, they're playing competitive Overwatch and things oh. like that. So he was you know he he made it up they to ascendant. Before, he yeah, made it up were... to ascendant before Tuesday so that he could get it, get his emblem on Tuesday, for sure. Yeah. Oh wow. That's that is a cool. really cool emblem. Yeah. And I think that, honestly, I'm probably going to play some comp just so I can get that emblem because it looks so awesome. 
So TBD, mm-hmm. I will keep you all posted on that. Uh, mm-hmm. Maybe next week. We'll, we'll, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. And Shadow Price, we have a few more things with, with uh, Crucible updates, right? We, we have yeah. um, some Rift updates. Yeah, uh, so in Rift, uh, some of the changes uh, is uh, activating Grapple no longer drops the spark. So you can actually grapple and fly with the spark. So that would, that's what makes that, that's what makes Rift fun in comp when you're using Strand. Because you can take the spark and you can just grapple to the uh, to the rift, which is pretty cool. Um, also, in rift, players can no longer dunk the spark while moving faster than 15 meters per second or using a <laughs> grapple ability. So you can get yourself there, but you can't dunk it while you're grappling it. You know. So I, I did like I was able to grapple my way like through the middle of Wormhaven to the backside. So I had almost like a really good head start on the rest on the on the enemy and i was able to get myself over to it um to to dunk it but yeah i feel like that's that's really cool and it's nice that you know there's still some sort of balance that you can't be moving super super fast to to dunk it at the same time because then that would be kind of game breaking oh, yeah. a little bit so there's a i i don't remember when it was definitely it was with whenever rift came back uh I recorded a clip of one of my teammates when we were playing Rift and uh, when you if you could you can shatter skate in PvP and mm. if you're shatter skating during Rift you can you know cross half the map and it was it was it requires a lot of coordination to do it because you gotta you gotta have the mechanics of doing it down but if you can get it it definitely broke the game mode so that's good that they kind of took that out where you're not able to just automatically skip half the map and all the and all the enemy players around and makes it a little bit more balanced. Oh yeah. Yeah, I mean it makes sense. It definitely makes sense especially with the introduction of strand. You definitely want to make sure especially in PVP that it's a little bit more balanced and controlled. So I I understand. <clears throat> and we have a few more things that was um brought to us with this update in addition to crucible changes we got some vanguard ops changes and we briefly talked about this earlier but we got the defiant battlegrounds they had uh the legendary difficulty now has a rotator uh with weapon overcharge so uh make sure to keep in mind that uh these changes are now live um, also, Defeating Tormentors will now provide revive tokens, just like with Champions and with Hive Guardians. I'm really surprised that that wasn't a thing before, but um, I think that's a welcoming change. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Especially, especially if you're playing the Legendary campaign. Because you have quite a few Tormentors, and the... Encounters are designed in such a way where, like, if you uh, die, you you lose, you know, you, you die. So uh, having that is definitely a welcoming change. Yeah, for how much for uh, how much time and effort it takes to kill a tormentor in a grandmaster or something yeah. like that, it's definitely mm-hmm. nice to get rewarded with something for it. For sure, absolutely. Um, they also tuned the difficulty of the heist battleground Mars. That's 
I think that was a necessary change, personally, because um, it's it's really rough. It's even even with the changes, I think it's still extremely difficult. So it's nice to see that they're making it more easily accessible, especially because it's required to get your Gilded Conqueror title. So I think that um, definitely a welcoming change there. Yeah, there's really there's two really painful areas in that nightfall, and it's inside the building, the brave facility, like that first area in there, and then at the boss. Like those are the two real painful areas of that night. And inside the brave facility part. now, now they added that extra loot box, so there's that extra heavy spawn box now up in that top on that top catwalk. So I now know. you can yeah. you don't. That definitely helps with the the ammo economy because there's just so many things to kill in in the battleground GM. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm curious, Witty. Did you complete the battleground GM? I tried was... it out. Yeah, I tried it out uh, after the patch on Tuesday. Just didn't didn't have a ton of time. We gave it one run through, and that part of it definitely felt easier we also realize that you can uh apparently with this one for anybody that still hasn't run it um if you if you don't kill any hive i think someone i think it might have been fallout or somebody else put a put a video out about this if you don't kill any hive off at the beginning and you just run right to see the far left tower you can start that one and as long as you don't kill any hive the taken don't spawn in so it makes that go a little bit easier where you don't have to deal with any taken. You just kind of dodge the high for a little bit while the the first circle fills up and then you run back to the beginning and start and, you know, start going through it normally. So that's definitely a, a you know, a, some super good advice for anybody that hasn't run it yet. If you're trying to make life a little easier at the start of that that encounter. Wait, so you start C mm-hmm. and then you run over to A after you, that? So- so the the key is you don't kill anything. As long as you don't kill any hive, the taken won't spawn in at C. So if uh-huh. you run right to C, start it, don't kill any hive and let C complete, then you can run back and either do B or A to begin uh or to do your second one and it then it just flows like normal after. And then you don't have oh. to deal with the taken mess at at C. So what spawns at C while you're like doing C? nothing it's just the it's just the hive thrall that the hive thrall and a couple of acolytes that chase you around the map from the beginning oh okay Mm -hmm. that's uh good good advice right there that's a good good uh, psa yeah Yeah. that is that is that is definitely that definitely was a was a nice realization when we start because it 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 just saves you so much time and energy right at the beginning of what's already a very very long grandmaster yeah if we do that tonight we are going to implement that strat for sure (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and guardians there are more weapon changes that were brought to us with this update good news first <laughs> so for pve primary weapon balancing there has been a lot of increases in damage to the following weapons against red and orange bar enemies in pve auto rifles 25 percent increase Pulse rifles, hand cannons, and sidearms, 20% increase. Scout rifles, 10% increase. Uh, what do you all think of that? These uh, updates beautiful. to weapons. Be, uh, yeah, the the absolute pinnacle piece of this of this update for me was was these changes because not only does do all of these primaries feel better 
especially in high-end content. But the fact that it also stacks on top of the exotic primary buff that they have against red bar enemies. Oh, this, I didn't I think, know that. Yeah, the that forty percent buff that the exotic primaries got. This is on top of that, or in addition to that. So I think for the last couple of days when we were doing you know, Master Nezarek Challenge and Grandmasters, I was running uh, Outbreak and Revision Zero, and everything just and uh, everything just feels so so nice. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the Fileo Fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Right. Awesome. And I'm, I'm curious how that buff to auto rifles will impact the game because currently i can't recall any auto rifles being like meta right now for any pve activities so i'm interested to see how this update will affect the effectiveness of auto rifles in the game i think a lot of people that i've talked to definitely uh are have you know fell in love with rufus's fury the the raid auto rifle uh, because okay. yeah, yeah because of the uh it has so many versatile perks and then now getting this extra 25 percent damage buff in pve is making it feel i think even better you can get some really strong perk combinations on that on that weapon and what about sweet business because that's that's an exotic auto rifle that <laughs> I'm i'm curious how that would perform haven't tested but on paper it should be a lot of fun oh yeah i might i might have to try that out yeah since it's an auto oh. rifle you can stun <laughs> champions with that i imagine right oh yeah that's right you can stun champions yeah we'll we'll, we'll have to try that out after the podcast oh, the guardians not uses good news we got we got some nerfs that came with the game unfortunately to our beloved Icolos submachine gun they are removing some tuning in the custom scope that was causing the weapon to have significantly less recoil than intended. That has now been fixed. <laughs> so the recoil will now be falling in line with aggressive SMGs. Any thoughts on this? <laughs> well, SMGs are strong. <laughs> I think in PvE and in PvP especially, I think SMGs are really, really strong right now. And something like Ikelos that, you know, some of those weapons, some of them just have so much stability that I think it was almost, I don't want to say too easy to use, but I think a lot of them, I think in, in Shadow, you could probably say more for PvP, but I feel like SMGs competed a lot of, at a lot of engagements that maybe they shouldn't. So this might maybe help bring it, bring Ikelos at least a little bit more in line there. Yeah, I mean, it started with Recluse back, like, you know, three or four years ago. You know, that was like, that was the, that was the ultimate submachine gun. Like, it was, you got it from PvP and it destroyed things in PvE. <laughs> so, and yeah, they they were in such a, I mean, the Immortal SMG, like, literally. 
everywhere throughout PvP. Um, so, yeah, it's nice to see... I mean, it's it's sad to see Ikelos, like, you know, have such, uh, you know... I don't know if it was such a huge nerf, but, I mean, I mean, obviously, if it was had way too much uh, more stability than it should have, or or recoil that it it didn't, you know, it had less recoil. So, I mean, if it's brought in line, you know, with the other ones, it's understandable, you mm-hmm. know, because they are really hot right now. And, I mean, you know, you got, there's got to be balance, you know, you got to give the other weapons time to shine. So, it's understandable. You know, I'm I'm going to be the the outcast here and i'm gonna disagree <laughs> you ruined my beloved submachine gun please bring it back to its greatness because you know what i grinded for my god roll Ikelos, and you know i i had a lot of fun i had a lot of fun with it and it was perfect so if it's so perfect why ruin it <laughs> it's it great Please bring it back, Bungie. If you're listening, make Ikelos SMG great again. Thank you. And that's all I have to say about that. But Guardians, we have some more things that were updated. We got hand cannons that had some updates, mostly fixes to things that were broken with the hand cannon. With the fusion rifle, we had um, some updates to the rapid fire burst. increasing from 245 to 260. And for each bolt, there was an increase from 27.2 to 28.9. So um, let me know if you all feel any difference, but I I have not had a chance to really use fusion rifles uh, this week, so I'm not sure how this would translate to actual in-game. Uh, they did note that damage in PVE has been unchanged. So, so yeah, that sounds like a PVP uh, yep. change right there. I think that so, I I think mathematically I could I might be wrong, but I think mathematically that translates to you need one less bolt to kill now, which is definitely a big a big buff if you're using them in PVP. Yeah, I I I made a god roll Riptide from all the engrams <laughs> that I spent over at Shacks, and yeah, it, the thing melts. Like you got to be kind of close, but it can one burst someone uh, because it, it fires so fast. It's got like a charge time of like 460. So it doesn't take long at all to get the shot off. For it. So th- this is I this is <laughs> I, was, I was just going to say this is random witty moment here. But my my first ever like Destiny community thing was actually on a, as a as a Reddit mod for a very little known subreddit called uh, Crucible Voop Army, which was just dedicated to fusion rifles in the Crucible. So seeing seeing fusion rifles get a little bit of Crucible love is always still near and dear to my heart. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because they they always get nerfed, right? Every update, like you know that that was the meme. Fusion rifles got nerfed. <laughs> And they're still they're still always going to be difficult to use. Yeah, there's some. I mean, except Yotun. <laughs> well, that doesn't count. We don't we don't talk about that. Yeah, we don't talk about Yotun. <laughs> you know, I, I'm curious though how how would these updates to fusion rifles affect something like the Vex Mythic class? Uh, I don't know if that's cons- 
I think that still gets tuned like an auto rifle. I think so too. Yeah. Oh, Which would make really? it better in PVE. Yeah. Mm. So in that case, wouldn't it have gotten the 25% buff? Uh, Good question. Huh. I feel like this would affect the Vex Mythoclast in a positive way, one way or another. Whether it's treated as an auto rifle that got a 25% buff or the um, fusion rifle in PvP. But I'd be curious to see how that performs now with these most recent changes. We will let you all know about that when we test it out this weekend. We got trace rifles next. They increased the base damage by 4% from 12 to 12.5. They reduced the precision hit multiplier from 1.4 to 1.35. So the critical damage now goes from 16.8 to 16.9. And Bungie reduced the flinch by 10% at 100 stability stat scaled down to the lowest value. So PSA on that. And we got Shadow Price's beloved sniper rifles. <laughs> no fun intended there. Um, for rapid fire sniper rifles, they reduced recoil by 50%. That is, that is huge. They increased the total number of ammunition uh, by 30%, and that accounts for magazine and reserves. So welcoming changes there. What do you both think about these uh, buffs to sniper rifles? Well, I was able to go flawless with Cloud Strike, um, <laughs> so I, I like the changes. <laughs> they seem okay, like well, they seem like the yeah. Seems like the I, I saw something that um, Cloud Strike because of this total ammo buff now has an absurd number of of uh, rounds in the mag now. If you use it in uh, PVE, something like you can you could get up to like thirty, you know, over thirty bullets in the uh, in in reserves with it now. I like the sound of that too. Oh, wow. yeah. <laughs> it's uh, it's definitely, it was definitely a silly number that I had to double take at. Might be able to use that for boss damage at some places then, possibly. Might make yeah. sense with you if you use uh, ammo reserves. Uh, I'm just I'm scrolling through my discord because I know someone was talking to find the, the post where someone mentioned it. I think with arc reserves, it goes up to 38 and it can get 38 in reserve oh, with it. Nice. Yeah. I have the catalyst for it. So <laughs> it's. Uh, oh, wow. Yeah, it's it's that, that I'm going to definitely add that to my arsenal for PVE then. Yeah, and let us know how that goes. And then we got exotic weapons that had some uh, quite a few changes, actually. And we're going to quickly go through all of these. For final warning, you can no longer target through Titan Barricades. Uh, so PSA on that. For Terabot, they reduced the amount of Ravenous Beast energy generated when taking damage from 3% to 1%. So Terabot is now more terrible. Hmm. Uh, so keep... Make sure you are aware of that. 
They also reduced the zoom from 16 to 15. I'm not sure if all these changes were necessary for Teraba because I don't remember Teraba being that powerful in in Destiny, but maybe it is in PvP. Yeah. It oh, is okay. definitely it is definitely was definitely a menace in PvP, but I think also I think some of that goes back to before we had all these other you know legendary smgs that could kind of compete with it yeah so it was still strong i think those changes are definitely a a, a good step for for taraba it's not going to be as as strong as it was yeah because smgs were already like just you know completely meta for the most part so ah. and then we got revision zero having quite a few updates to that a uh, fourth times charm will now reset when entering Hunter's Trace. Uh, this will prevent the issue of firing a single shot while in Hunter's Trace and being forcibly returned uh, to pulse mode when fourth times charm activates. I haven't had that happen, but uh, yeah, it, that was an it, annoying. That was an annoying thing if it would happen because it would take you out of. You would lose your extra bullets basically that you'd primed. So you'd basically lose out on your, you know, your stored damage from those hunter, those hunters trace shots if it, you know, forced you to only fire the single shot and then go back. So if you stacked up four, you would get one and then you'd lose the other three if it procked in that moment. Yeah, because it felt like it was just like I fired once and they were like all gone Mm -hmm. or something. You know, I was like, what did I just do? I only fired the gun (laughs) once. You didn't do anything. (laughs) The game just said no. (laughs) now bungie made a few more changes here to uh revision zero they increased the pve damage of the hunter's trace rounds by 25 percent and they increased the pve damage of the hockey heavy burst rounds by 70 so um these are some pretty sizable improvements in damage uh for revision zero so definitely let us know how that goes y'all get a chance to check that out revision zero is definitely a a a strong play in activities that have you know if you need an anti-barrier weapon revision zero definitely is worth uh considering for the anti-barrier pulse and then all the extra damage it can do now and you know procking correctly what's better revision zero or outbreak perfected I think I think overall I think I think you get more benefit from revision zero um, if you're you know you're good with your shots and it's definitely you can chunk some bosses down a little bit more now with the the hunters trace rounds getting the extra damage I just like outbreak a little bit more because if I'm doing more I'm usually more of the you know ad clear person so if I can get you know easier headshots on some red bars and get those nanites to spawn in and swarm and the nanites get the extra damage uh, as well from all the buffs that Outbreak got, it definitely made doing some stuff this week a little bit easier. I feel like that would be pretty good in the Nightfall this week then, uh, possibly, too. I, I know I'll... for, yeah, I know for Lake, uh, one, of my, one of my buddies was using Revision Zero and the Hunter's Trace shots were very, very helpful on the, the big, uh, what's it, the, the, the Taken Ball, basically, that spawns in the middle of the new encounter now. Oh, yeah, the meatball. The meatball, yeah. Yeah. 
Now, there are a few more updates uh, with the mid-season patch. Bungie um, added the capability uh, to upgrade the Root of Nightmares Adept weapons with enhanced traits. Uh, and you can now unlock Deep Sight on the weapons with enhanced sockets being available to perform upgrades uh, in the weapon details screen. Uh, so good PSA on that. If you are mm-hmm. doing the Root of Nightmares Master Mode, uh, I'm curious, do you both try out the Master version of uh, Ron yet? Not yet. Uh, we've done the... We started doing this last year with Val, where we would dive into Master once the challenges became available, and we just do one challenge a week until we, you know, just to knock the knock that out towards the seal so i have not done a complete straight run through of root of nightmares on master but i've done all four encounters on master with the challenges so far it's a good challenge you know they're all they're all you know they all have their the planets and planets encounter and nezarak especially are are a little bit tricky and definitely good challenges yeah and any any tips you can share from having completed master on root of nightmares um uh spec into whatever's going to help you stay alive the most like with any high level stuff and uh i think the the one thing i realized this week especially i don't think enough people are taking it take advantage of the uh artifact perk this that we the one artifact mod we have this season where if you weapons with certain um origin traits get overcharged if overcharge is active in that encounter um, I'm forgetting the name of the artifact perk off the top, the artifact mod off the top of my head right now, but it basically means that if you're doing a grandmaster or master root of nightmares, where there are things that are overcharged or a legend battleground, it opens up the weapon pool where you don't just have to use the overcharged weapon. You don't just have to use the things that have the the surge for that particular activity. It opens you up to more. Uh, to more builds and more build capabilities where you can use some more specific weapons if you uh, if you choose to. Um, I was doing one of the GMs with uh, Path of Least Resistance, the Arc Trace Rifle from last season, when because it uh, it's one of those ones that gets the bonus from the from that artifact mod when overcharge is active. So it definitely helps you, you know, widen your builds a little bit more into some other into some other specific weapons if you want to try and uh use something that might be a little bit better for your play style or for what your what your team's trying to do. Well these are really good tips and uh we'll definitely have to keep you all posted on how our runs go. We'll have to definitely try out our luck in the master mode of Root of mm-hmm. Nightmares. And now, what was the most challenging encounter from all of the master modes that you've done for that I raid? Think, I think I think the third encounter, Planets, is probably the um, the most difficult one all around. Uh, the way the challenge works Why is am I you not surprised. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So instead of getting uh, so the way that that challenge, if you're doing the challenge, but even just on even just on master alone, even if you're not doing the challenge, the challenge makes it more difficult because you need to. Instead of moving all of the lights to left and all of the darks to right, you have to flip flop them. So you have to do three waves 
just to get to DPS, you have to use all three of your phases to move all the planets as well as the ones to the center. So that means you've got to deal with uh, 12 anti-barrier champions before you get to DPS from all the ones that are going to spawn in. And it definitely, plus the boss firing solar damage with uh, solar threat being active. Uh, or not solar threat, but the boss firing solar damage and you being under level just for master and being capped 20 under there's a lot of there's a lot of there's a lot of stuff going on that's um i'm not surprised because i think the planets encounter even a normal i i think it can get a little a little challenging and messy so um definitely something we'll have to practice and be prepared for but i'm sure it's nowhere as difficult as doing a mars battleground gm <laughs> so you know what it's still doable right it's definitely still doable and guardians a few more things with uh updates with the mid-season patch i told you it was going to be a big one we got the best dressed commendation being added into the game finally now I'm I'm curious, you know, I, I'm not really the one with the best dressed awards ever, so I don't normally get those. But did you both have a chance to get your commendation from fellow guardians out there for best dressed? Yeah, I I did. I I got some and I gave some. Uh, they're in comp. You can give the best dressed oh, ones in comp. You can do that in comp. Hmm. I think no, it's anything well, I, I think it's anything match made you can give out the best dressed one too. Oh, well I didn't know that. I I thought Bunchy stated that it wasn't for any competitive activities, it was only for the low challenge activities that don't have high stakes. So, interesting that it does work in comp. So, good to know on that. Mhm. And um they also mentioned that crafting progress now comes with the key chest and not the base chest. When the mods ashes to ashes and hands-on are equipped at the same time, players will only receive super energy from one of the mods when killing an enemy with a grapple melee. When these mods are equipped individually, each will work with the grapple melee. So good to know on that. You cannot double dip to double the um, benefits there. So keep keep an eye on that if you are running the Ashes to Ashes build with hands-on. Uh, grenade Kickstart will no longer activate when using a grapple point. Um, so uh, good PSA on that as well. And Bungie is reducing the super gains from Ashes to Assets by 50% when getting a grapple melee kill after using a grapple point so um good updates on that uh also players will no longer need to have strand subclass equipped to gain unraveling rounds for their strand weapons when uh from the allied unraveling perk and finally heavy weapons will be more consistently gained um to increase your ammo capacity from multiple reserve mods. This does not apply to rocket launchers, grenade launchers, heavy glaives, Leviathan's Breath, and 1K. 
since their maximum ammo capacity is reached by equipping fewer mods. So good to know on that. And I'm I'm curious on that note, what do you both think about the overall update with the mid-season patch that we got this past Tuesday? Uh, good. Overall good. I like the changes. Um, I like the changes with the auto rifles. I like the changing with the sniper rifles. Uh, haven't had a chance to try out the pulse rifles or the scout rifle or yeah, the pulse rifles. Scouts just got a small little buff to 10%. Uh, the fusion rifle buff I did, uh, you know, because I did craft a Riptide, not craft one. I mean, I, I acquired one from turning a bunch of engrams. So that I can tell is uh, really good with uh, the change. So and, you know, changes to the exotics. Haven't tested out revision zero yet. Uh, we'll definitely get to it and uh, haven't gotten the final warning. Uh, I think that's a sidearm, right? I haven't gotten that yet, mm -hmm. um, but yeah, uh, yeah um, overall, I, I like the changes in, to the Crucible and everything, too. I think it's uh, been a lot of good changes. Yeah, those the good changes are definitely good, as is that now there no more fall damage. Fall damage is now non-lethal. That's definitely a good quality of life change as well. Oh, even if you're like fall from like an extremely high height? I believe it's still yeah i think that's still the i haven't fully tested it but that's in the that was one of those like patch notes that was missed and then they added back in is that it's now non-lethal so those are definitely that's awesome the, those are definitely good i think that all those changes to the to the grapple and the grapple melee stuff was probably needed it's good that we had you know they kind of let it breathe for a couple of weeks while everybody figured out strand i think it would have just been nice to to know that some of that stuff was coming and then all of a sudden it was hey if you specced into this and built into this now you got to change all your builds around a little more communication probably would have been helpful there but if it needed to be done it needed to be done absolutely yeah i mean i i think these are all good changes the only thing i can really say is please make Iclos smg great again that's all i gotta <laughs> say bring it back um, but otherwise, I think these are really good changes. I think the weapon balancing is a welcoming change. I like the best dressed commendations that Bungie added. I like the crucible rotations that were added into the game. And also something that we didn't talk about were the uh, trials updates that we got with uh, and matchmaking, which um, Shadow Price went flawless. So, you know, clearly something's working. So. Um, excited mm -hmm. to see updates on that front and uh all welcoming changes there and guardians we got one more thing to talk about tonight not a big thing but you know we, we had a small little update from bungie uh or this week at bungie as we like to call it and we have a couple of things that we're going to dive into uh for this uh segment um first up I want to just give you all a quick rundown of the mid-season patch that Bungie uh, wanted us to be aware of. Uh, with the Crucible, as we discussed, removed Clash from Quick Play and splitting uh, rotations into two nodes, Clash slash Zone, uh, Control slash Rift, um, Mayhem Scorched, and Momentum Control in the other. The Core 6v6 Rotator um, is rebranded as Relentless. 
consisting of Clash, Zone Control, and Rift. Bungie is increasing the respawn over shield protection in PvP, also introducing a seasonal ascendant emblem and a stat tracker to display your current awesomeness in the competitive division. So do make sure to check that out. That emblem looks sick, and um, I'm excited to play some comp just so I can get that emblem. And you will never hear those words from me. Excited to play comp. That's not something I ever say. So I'm excited for that. Uh, also, Crucible and Gambit titles are... Um, uh, gilding is being fixed and reset. Uh, what does that mean? I think Crucible you could. I think you could gain titles and guilds and or guild titles without having to do all of the things that were part of it. Like I think when I was playing uh, Gambit, I think it let me guild when I was only at like ten out of sixteen, uh, and I think you could get the Crucible one by completing. You could actually get the base title by completing a gilded one and not all of the base ones. I think that's what that's referring to. Okay, so so do they completely reset everyone back to zero, or how how does that work? I don't I don't think it resets you back to zero. I think it just resets like if you gilded or if you got it without having having to actually uh if you hadn't actually earned it completely. Okay, well that's good to know. Well, I guess in that case it's fair. I'm um, I'm curious how many people are going to complain about it, but <laughs> um who who actually didn't achieve it and get their progress reverted. But uh keep an eye on that if you are affected by it. Uh Trials of Osiris commendations will be blocked if you do not get the other trials rewards. Uh so Keep that in mind. Good PSA on that. For Vanguard Ops, they are tuning the Heist Battleground um, Nightfall playlist. Um, defeating Tormentors will now provide revive tokens, just like with Champions and Hive Guardians. And um, we also got a bunch of PvP and PvE balancing changes. For PvE, they increase the damage of the following weapons against red bar and orange bar enemies, um, including auto rifles with a 25% buffs, uh, pulse rifles, hand cannons, and sidearms with a 20% buff, scouts with a 10% buffs. Uh, so keep that in mind. And also, there are other important changes. They added the capacity to upgrade the Root of Nightmares adept weapons with enhanced traits. And you can once again collect the exotic glaive patterns from the evidence board. Oh, beautiful change! Because I was I was locked out of the out of two of them up until this week. Oh, okay. Well, that, I only ever got one. Me. I only ever got one during Witch Queen, and it bugged out, and I couldn't get the other two. I've never even seen what? those glaives used before, ever. <laughs> so, and I just can- like inspected them in my collect in the <laughs> exotic collections and i was like man i guess i should try to get them at some point to complete my collections but i've never seen them before <laughs> yeah the the titan one is good because you can make basically the mini wards of dawn with it and that is actually i've seen that beef you know we we used it a little bit on our uh our contest clear of root of nightmares because 
somebody could just spam that into different spots and you'd have that little mini ward of dawn in different places oh wow that's useful So good to know on that. And um, a few more things that Bungie talked about. Um, of course, we have the best dressed commendation that is now in the game. And they had some accessibility updates that Bungie um, introduced. I will appreciate this because um, I'm affected by this. But they um, improved quite a bit with colorblind settings. Um, there are now radical changes, uh, auto melee changes, toggle setting additions, subtitled color choices available, and um, a lot more functionalities to customize how colors appear in the game. Really great changes there. Um, there is a whole article that was written about the topic, so do make sure to check that out by visiting bungie.net if you are interested in these um updates and changes and how they impact you if you do have the colorblind deficiency um check it out and i, I think these are all good changes um anything that makes the game more accessible to more players i think is a positive change in my book so it's really good that bungie is continuing to put focus and effort on making the game accessible to more players totally We also got a community exotic weapon ornament coming to Destiny. With the launch of Season 21, Bungie is releasing a new Arbalest ornament available at the Eververse store. What do you both think about this new ornament that is coming with Season 21? I like it. I like the purple yeah. and black uh, theme for it. It's uh, the, the way the, it's contra the contrast is it's nice. It's um. Almost reminds me of like of an old Transformer or something from back yeah. in the day. I always vote for weapons I use, and I was, I'm definitely happy that Arbalest being a weapon I used, you know, not as much, but definitely used a lot. Getting another ornament for that's going to be nice. Yeah. So now I'm, I'm curious because they, they specifically mentioned in the article in the TWAB that it was going to be available in the Eververse store. So does that mean that it will only be available through that means and you won't be able to acquire it in-game through gameplay? Uh, yeah, sounds like it's only going to be in the Eververse, but hopefully you'll be able to use Bright Dust on it. But yeah. I, I, I don't know hopefully if it's going it to go through the rotation. Yeah, yeah, like it'll be for yeah. Silver one week and then Bright Dust another. Yeah. Yeah, hopefully. hopefully. Did the, so um, are we getting that in Season 21 next season? Yep. Uh, yeah. Yep. Okay. Nice. Um, there is also another really interesting ornament um, item that we have to discuss. They are having a community voting um, on an, an ornament that we will decide on. And we get to pick between three ornaments uh, for three weapons that we can acquire. And the details are as follows. The next community weapon ornament voting is uh, right around the corner. And Bungie has a selection of weapons for you to choose from. The design uh, behind these ornaments will be inspired by the Destiny community artists. 
who are creating really cool art. And um, it looks like this year we are featuring Izanagi's Burden, Wither Horde, and Thunderlord as the three potential uh, weapon choices for this new ornament. Once one of the above exotics has been selected, Bungie will work with the chosen community artist to create three different ornament concepts, and then we will have the opportunity to vote and pick our favorite. And the winning design will be made into a weapon ornament in the game. How cool is that? Pretty cool. My vote's for yeah. Izanagi's. <laughs> that's cool. Okay, Izanagi's. What about I feel you, like uh... that's I feel like that's the popular one. Everybody wants the Izanagi's one. I kind of yeah. like the I like the uh the um that all black ornament that Izanagi's has. I think that's the one that I have. Uh, oh, there, there's an all black ornament for it. Is it the is it am I is that the one that I'm thinking of? Thought it was mm-hmm. a Yeah, the the world shaper one is like a very. It gives it that dark color base. Mm. I always go with weapons that I use the most, and I think right now with the way machine guns are, I use Thunderlord the most. So I think I'm going to be going for the th- uh, going for a Thunderlord ornament or voting for a Thunderlord ornament at least. Yeah, that'd be my second choice. The reason why I said it's an Aggie is because I'm a sniper, <laughs> <laughs> so that's why I picked it. Yeah, I'm I'm tempted to go with Thunderlord also because I do I'm more of a machine gun fan, but uh I'm gonna have to take some time to really think through this because it's a big decision, you know. So I don't wanna I don't wanna make the wrong one. And starting on April 20th, the community will be able to vote through email on which exotics to pick. If you do have your email address linked to bungie.net. Uh, check your emails. You should have gotten something from Bungie to uh, give you the opportunity to vote in this year's ornament voting. Uh, the community artist will create three ornament concepts for the winning exotic weapon. And um, after that is created, we will be able to vote on our favorite concept and the new ornament will be released in game sometime at a later date. So. Good PSA on that and great way to engage the community with creating the next shiny ornament in the game. Guardians, a few more things that we're going to talk about. This is going to be the last Iron Banner coming up for Season 20. So make sure if you are looking to guild your title that you do get your uh, Iron Banner uh, completed this upcoming week, and that will be starting on Tuesday. And that is, I want to say, the 25th. So um, good to know on that. So make sure to get your um, Iron Banner completed and your title gilded. Did you both complete your Iron Banner gilded title yet? Yes, I have. Almost there. Okay. Just got to get some more Almost. wins. Okay, well, you got this. <laughs> and uh, make sure you get that done this week because it will be the last chance to get your bread. Uh, Bungie also had some Bungie player support updates. Quite a few things that Bungie had to fix 
and some things that are now broken with the mid-season update, do make sure to check out uh, Bungie's um, weekly update for uh, this week to learn all about the player support updates. A couple things that we're going to mention, though. Uh, weapon crafting notices. When you select a weapon to reshape, uh, that weapon is copied in your inventory and um, Bungie places a copy into the reshaped slot. If you make changes to the weapon in your inventory after you have selected the weapon to reshape, these changes will not automatically update to the item in the reshaped slot. This also creates an opportunity for you to lose changes once the reshaping has been completed. Uh, it is a bug, and until it is fixed, players should avoid increasing a weapon's enhancement tier while actively modifying that weapon at the Relic on Mars. If you increase your tier and you commit the reshape, the new tier will be lost. So avoid doing this if you do not want to um, break your updates that will not apply once you reshape the weapon. So good to know on that. Um, I haven't tried doing that, so I haven't experienced that, but I also don't really mess with things while I'm reshaping the weapons. So um, good update to know if you are looking to reshape some weapons and you are making updates during that time. Um, so that's the update, Guardians. What do you both think about the weekly update this year? This year? This week? <laughs> <laughs> It seems like a lot of seems like twabs are doing a little bit more of what the name suggests and really highlighting, you know, what happened this week and what to look forward to what's happening next week. And I do kind of like that they spread some stuff out with some of the other blog posts that they've been doing, like when we got the the crucible update, uh, one that they, where they talked about a lot of the crucible changes that we're you know seeing now and getting and the what we learned from Lightfall's launch kind of stuff, seeing that separated out a little bit has been nice. So these really focus on like, hey, this is this week. This is what we're focused on. Absolutely. And now we do have a tradition on the show. We rate the weekly update in the form of spicy tuna rolls between <laughs> one and five. One is bad. It was a bad update and Bungie needs to try harder. Five being that was the update of the year. So I'm curious, what do you both think about this week's Bungie Weekly update? Uh, what do you think, Wendy? How would you rate this week's Bungie Weekly update between one and five spicy tuna rolls? I'd probably say this one's a three because a lot of the stuff we got in the patch notes and then they did hit on a lot of the, um, you know, missed stuff that they did uh, at some of the, those missed notes that originally came. We, uh, weren't there on Tuesday. And then I'm excited about a new ornament. So a new ornament coming to the game that's community voted on and community generated by the by the artist they pick is gonna be is always nice to see. Absolutely. And what what about you, Shadow Price? What would you rate this week's Bungie weekly update? Um I'm also th I was thinking the same thing. Uh three. That was the number I had in my head. Uh right at the end. 
I feel like, you know, this was a very, you know, just average update. You know, like they said, it, they already like prefaced, like they already prepped us saying that it wasn't going to be long. It wasn't going to be a super long one because, you know, they already had the patch earlier this week. And, you know, they just basically highlighted what was in the patch. And yeah, the, the ornament is super cool. I definitely want that ornament on my uh, Arbalist. And it's cool that we're going to get another ornament to vote on. So I think that's cool because it really adds a level of community and participation for these creators to add to the game and everything. So I think that's really cool. And it spotlights them as well. So yeah, three spicy tuna rolls. Very cool. And I would probably, I'm going to be a little bit more harsh on this update. I'm probably going to say 2.5 out of five Ooh, spicy tuna rolls Ooh, right down harsh. the middle you know a little harsh so here's my reasoning behind that um i think that bungie didn't really we didn't really get much of any information from this update uh i think that a lot of it was kind of recapping what we got from the mid-season patch um we're getting the new ornaments which is kind of cool uh, so I, I think that's nice. But beyond that, there really wasn't anything there. Um, Bungie wasn't very clear about the Arbalest ornament and whether or not it would be attainable through non-monetary purchases. <laughs> so I think having a little bit more clarification on that would have been nice. And honestly, like I think this update broke a lot. And if you look at the player support updates, you'll you'll see there were mm-hmm. a lot of things that just were broken with this update. Um, and there wasn't really anything that got me excited, honestly. Um, just very down the middle update. Nothing, nothing that really was too interesting or, or impactful for me beyond a few PSAs. So I'm going to say 2.5 out of 5 spicy tuna rolls for Cornholio. And Guardians, we have come to that time. We get to wrap things up for the evening. Thank you so much, Witty, for joining us tonight on the show. Such a pleasure to hang out and share your story and talk Destiny 2. Before we let you go, where can the Guardians learn more about you and what you do? Uh, Sure. Um, I'm on Twitter at WittyCafX. Uh, we also have a, a clan Twitter account that's uh, D2 underscore clan underscore truth. We apparently missed the boat on the D2 clan truth handle many, many years ago. Somebody already snagged that one. Um, which, you know, a typical Twitter handle that's not used at all by anybody anymore, but we still can't get it. Uh, so you can find me on Twitter at WittyCafX. You can find us uh, at Clan Truth. Uh, on, we have a website. It's uh, ClanTruth.com. And over on Discord, uh, you can find us at Discord.gg slash ClanTruth. Very cool. And Shadow Price, what about you? Where can we learn more about you? Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at ShadowPrice79 and also on the Destiny Show podcast. Thank you very much. Very cool. And Guardians, you can find the Destiny Show podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. We're on Apple, we're on Spotify, we're on Amazon Music, and every major platform where you enjoy your favorite podcast. 
You can find us on the web at destinyshow.com. You can find us right over on Twitter at The Destiny Show. You can find us in the Destiny 2 community at discord.gg slash destiny2community or destiny.show slash community. We're on Twitch every Friday night at 8 p.m. Eastern. And uh, right here, we're all over the place. We're in the tower, always playing Destiny 2. And Guardians, thank you so much for joining us tonight on the Destiny Show podcast. We hope you have an amazing evening and we hope you enjoy Destiny 2. Go flawless, go play some comp, and get that bread. Guardians, thank you for joining us tonight on the Destiny Show podcast. Have a good night, and we will see you star side. <laughs> <laughs>